Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone and welcome to the bedpost podcast i of course am your host aaron pym and what i like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations about sex and sexuality today i'm super excited not only is this someone that i have a crush on but my mom has a crush on oh my god (laughs) we're gonna talk about it don't worry we're gonna talk about my mom Okay, I'm going to introduce you because I have something to say. Okay, so this is Therian Major, everyone. Welcome him along to the pod. He is BDSM practitioner, industrial music producer, model, and just like a general nerd. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Hi, Therian. How are you? I, I'm I'm doing all right. You waylaid me by like you know just dropping that. Oh, my crush, one of my crushes. Like, oh my I god, mean, really? What I, is that? I mean, people that take my classes know that. I have a crush on you. I might cut this out if this is making you uncomfortable. Is it? Um, oh, because... oh, I'm I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just um, I'm blushing. You can't. You can hear can my hear blush through the it. mic. Yes, you can. Yeah, can... it's there. I, uh... No, I mean, like people notice that I flirt with you in the classes that I'm facilitating and you are taking. Like I've had somebody oh that is like I went on a date with. Like they took the class and they're like, you, yeah. you flirting with Therian was, was so adorable. I was like, what, what? I know. What? Oh my God. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I do so, that. I do that. Yeah. It's true what they say then. Cause I had no idea you were flirting. I am the biggest idiot. <laughs> I, they say, they say people of like people in general are oblivious to flirting. They just, yep. they, they, yeah. And it's, it's subtle. wow. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. So you, you, okay. All right. And then Therian, recently, (laughs) I looked at like, sometimes I just look on my mom's, like what my mom's doing on Twitter, on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, don't tell me. (laughs) No, no, no. Just recently, I just like looked and I'm like, what is my mom tweeting? What is she doing? Right. And I look at like tweets and replies um, and she's just communicating with you. She's commenting on oh, every picture. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> she's like giving you like a mix of like flirting, inspirational, like supportive <laughs> comments, and then like just like that's it's, lovely. It's you know so that's nice. <laughs> that's so fine. She she's so pure and supportive <laughs> and wonderful, and and you and me are both lucky. I can tell. You know, just, we are. That's okay. great. That's oh, wonderful. She is so funny. Right. Like, she's... What do you think? Because, like, to me, she's just, like, the most positive, like... And the most accepting and open person. Like, she's on my work Twitter doing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
That is very supportive <laughs> because a lot of people, and I mean, I guess we can get into the dis- discussion now. I mean, a lot of people have to hide those aspects of their lifestyle. Um, and my Twitter is where I'm very open and honest about, well, everything that I, I really don't put it up on any of my other social media accounts, especially not my Facebook with my good Christian mother um, <laughs> on there. And, um, you know, there's, 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 there's a lot there, uh, including, you know, just my, um, you know, uncensored modeling. I mean, it's been years since I posted any of uh, uh, nude modeling pics on there. Um, but I've got a new batch and I'm just kind of like oh. holding them. I'm just, I'm literally sitting on them. Uh, well, not literally, but I'm figuratively sitting on them <laughs> because it's not like implied nude, like what I did before. It's it's like full frontal with a co-model and very, very gorgeous pictures. I got to say, um, you I know, you. I, <laughs> yeah, um, just another one of those experiences of seeing myself in a different light. And I really, really appreciate that, you know, um, and being open and honest about mental health um, and, uh, you know, my my kink experiences, which are very recent and frequent now, which is oh. um, I'm happy to report and and also uh, humbled to report because that's a whole other story of my personal journey Basically, everything that I wanted to happen a year, two years ago, or whatever, maybe even three years ago, it's it just it was just delayed, 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 and it's happening now at the time when I am most ready. Um, thanks for the classes, by the way. Um, a lot You're of welcome. <laughs> a lot of what I learned from you really? and um, really? From from the other instructor at the uh, ritual chamber, um, Sharazad, uh, uh, yes, headmistress Sharazad, uh, um, and her class um, scene building for beginners. A, a lot of um, what I learned um, from the two of you, um, I applied to <sighs> the scenes and the partners that I now enjoy. And, and I I don't think it would be as good otherwise. It would not. I I would just be like still guessing but um your classes and i i really can't recommend them enough um the the classes at the uh from the ritual chamber um it it gets ahead of that learning curve and just gives you the information that you need to start off doing this well i wish i had this 10 years ago see when i was experimenting with this, I wish I had this information ten years ago. Just shots in, in the dark, yeah. Just in, like, it, yeah, instead of the backwoods, around, like yeah, that. page ten Google results that I would find, and oh, here's Sir Master Billy Bob, and he says I should, you know, what? Who the hell? Who is this? <laughs> He's wearing a suit. He's not showing his face. Yes. Oh, there's always some. Oh my God! Stop. Oh, Master oh. Skyler sixty nine. Um. Oh my God! Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, that um. okay. Now it's my turn to blush because that is okay. Go ahead. That is so. That is so lovely. I'm so so happy to hear that, and I I love that for you that you know yeah. you essentially it sounds like you kind of manifested. You know, you worked on yourself, and then you were ready, oh, and you would put that out in the, into the <laughs> universe, and then you got 
you got it back, you know, like, yeah, love that for you. And thank you. I'm so thankful you. that you're <laughs> so complimentary of, of our classes and that you're getting something out of them. Because like talking about you're mentioning imposter syndrome earlier when we were talking. <laughs> yeah. Pre-recording, I think like that's right. something I very much do feel when I'm teaching classes. Like, do I have really? a, anything to pass along to people? Are people are oh. really getting anything out of this? You know what I mean? So honestly, the feedback is like it. It's amazing, both for you and for me. Yeah, <laughs> the, thanks. I, I'm just very, very glad to hear that. So thanks. Yeah. Well, I was talking it over with a uh, a friend of mine who's also um, kind of a lifestyle kingster. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I told her that you're like the um the, the cool professor who walks in with like jeans and you know or whatever. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could call me my first name, like you're not yeah, like, don't yeah. call me Mr. Johnson. Yeah. That's my yeah, dad's you, name. Yeah. Call me Bill. <laughs> yeah, you sit on the front of the desk and just yeah, you know, cr- cross your arms and your legs and just like, now, now, what do we think? You know, that sort of thing. Now, let's and, talk. Um, you know, let's make yeah, this a let's, conversation. Let's engage. I love that. <laughs> let's engage. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and, uh, headmistress, uh, headmistress Sharazad was like, in a suit, walks right up to the lectern. The lights dim. Oh, she's there's a the presentation yeah. on, and but the thing is, I I needed both. I needed both, and and both are invaluable. Um, and Aww. if I could just say one thing to anybody who's getting started, or or who has been in kink for a great portion of their life, is just educate yourself, take classes. Don't assume that you just know shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Same. Me because... too. I, I take Sharazad's classes. Like I still. You know, I think that's important, even for professionals. Like everybody can never. That's stop very working. cool. Yeah, I should actually probably um, sign up. I think there are some new ones that just came out. In fact, the what did you just put up? Uh, like BDSM and spirituality. Oh yeah, or, right or, early, um, I feel like sex magic and things like that. You know, yeah. I I always like to play at the edges of of uh, like mind and reality, and um, in sort of a kind of a I, I dance in between skeptic and spiritual and I think one of these days I'm gonna make a decision and it's gonna change my life. Um but <laughs> for right now <laughs> for right now yeah. Right now um I tend to be pretty skeptical um but I still like to engage with um ritualistic ideas because mm-hmm. I feel like it shifts my mind out of the black and white view of reality that actually tends to hold me back more than it pushes me forward. Mm. Why am I preaching to myself? What is going on here? Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, you took my domination for switches classes. Dominate yourself. It's just say the things you need to hear, oh. you know, in a scene. <laughs> I'm a brat. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> That doesn't work. You're right. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go to bed. I don't want to, you know, see, and I say that because I finally, after like a week, I got like a good night's sleep last night and it's completely changed my mental health. Like just today for crying out loud. Oh, I know um, several people so... that are battling with insomnia and <clears throat> yeah, it, it yeah. can wreck your fucking life not getting yeah. sleep it's... for a few nights. Like, immediate yes. impact on my mental health yes. either way if my if if i miss sleep it's it's really hard to keep myself focused and in a positive frame of mind um yeah. 
but yeah, I think I think we had discussed before, because um, <laughs> you messaged me and I like like you said I immediately got like a wave of imposter syndrome. Like me, you want to talk to me? I also didn't ask. <laughs> I was like, be on my pod. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, you, I wasn't like. I usually, when I, I have to say, I don't know what it was about how, you why did I say approached that. you that way, but I usually am like, hey, okay. would you have any, any any interest in coming on my pod? Like, and I tell them a bit about it with you for some reason. I just messaged you and I was like, be on my pod. And you know, it's good that you did that because if you would have like asked traditionally, I would have maybe said, I'll think about it. Maybe I knew that then. Maybe it I was... picked up on that or something. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a rougher day when you had messaged me, um, for reasons that I don't even remember at this point, like actually life has been really, really good. Um, actually, you know what? I remember what it is now. I mean, but anyway, so I brought that up to say, um, I, I mentioned to you that we could talk about the intersection of, um, kink and music and mental health. I mean, yeah, those, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what's always on my mind right that's now. That's where you live. Um, yeah. Um, so, and, and right now, um, my music is a bit of a, stronghold for me i just put an album out and into that album i put every dark experience that happened to me over the course of 2020 i just put it into lyrical form um and so i made a very depressing body of music for myself that i actually resist listening to (laughs) unless i'm practice mixing um with my dj gear um so it's, I I kind of, I've kind of been backing away from music and um, at, at the same time, there are remixes that I've got on deck to get done. I've gotten um, remix packages or, or stems, as they say um, in the music producer person industry. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I'm buying it. <laughs> I promise I know things. I do. I really, really do. Okay. Um, at any rate... No, I like that you brought this up about like the intersections of like specifically um, um, I'm a music enjoyer, but I'm not necessarily a music producer. So for me, what resonated with me was, (laughs) yeah, I'm just here to enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's real fun, actually. I love it. Um, It's (laughs) it's very stressful. Try to keep it fun. Um, (laughs) Try to keep it fun if you can. Keep it light. Keep it light. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But but I think something that's kind of interesting, uh, kink and mental health, right? Mm -hmm. And um, right away you kind of said um, your Twitter feed is somewhere where you can kind of express this side of yourself, you know. Absolutely, Um, And that includes both kink and mental Mm -hmm. health, which that's interesting, isn't it? Because both are taboo things to talk about, right? So I feel like I do the same thing (sighs) on my feed and in my practice and in like classes and, and you know stuff I write and stuff like that I often am combining the two why do you think those two things come together in such a way maybe like just in your experience for you I mean I'll just start right off I mean it's hard to practice a lifestyle where you're so intimately involved with the perhaps potentially dangerous mm-hmm. um aspects of another person's fantasy it's hard to engage with that in a healthy way if you don't have a healthy grasp of your own frame of mind 
Um, and that goes both ways, the dominant and the submissive. Um, both need to be working on, I'll say, I'm saying it this way on purpose. You need to be working on having a good grasp of your mental faculties. Now, now I, I want to make it clear, um, perfection is unattainable. Yes. So if your, if your mindset is, or if your mind is challenging, um, at times mine is, um, sometimes I experience depression, anxiety, anxiety for me lives at the extremes of depression. It like kicks in, um, when the sides of the same coin. Yeah. Most of the time when my depression is really, really bad, that's when anxiety will start to kick in. Mostly it becomes, um, a dangerous, um, kind of a rise and fall, um, where I will, get out of like i i won't feel actively depressed in a moment and so my my mood will just shoot up into like this hyper i mean you you already know the yeah. um the well they used to call it manic depressive now they call it bipolar i'm not officially diagnosed but i'm showing most of the signs and both of those can be dangerous because you your 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 high points and in my lyrics, I called it the energy of rising, which one can misinterpret to be a positive statement, but it's it's really not. I said the, the, the energy of rising shatters the ground. Violence of vengeance, infernal and proud. Liquefy your entrails and vomit them out. Your flesh is weak. I'll remove every pound. Wow. That was... um. <laughs> That was that's, a lyric I wrote. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's very 2020. That was a lyric I wrote called Ritual <laughs> Combat, and it was about battling yourself. Um, and the the violent imagery was just how um, even in those higher points when my mood seems to, like, shoot up to this, like, godlike form, um, it just crashes so heavily afterwards. And takes your whole humanity with it that's the the you know, remove every pound that part of it anyway taking it on back <laughs> to kink related things um managing your mental health is really important and and that's why i'm really glad that i um uh, took your classes um you know it should have been obvious but with partners i've had in the past it never occurred to me to front load the aftercare um, as you said, I'm using your words. Um, so basically, <laughs> the like submissive, like <laughs> yeah, the, the submissive knows what aftercare they have to expect. Um, so, it, you know, however intense the scene is, and it should be what you've discussed before and agreed on, um, they know that they'll be cared for afterwards. And that's really, really important. But, you know, you don't have to be perfect. I didn't think that I was ready to receive play partners. I definitely didn't think I was ready. And here's the news. Definitely didn't think I was ready for one of those play partners to ask me to be one of her partners, partner partners. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but, but I was already kind of acting um, in that role. I mean, I don't know how it goes usually um, with other people, but uh what do normal I, I was, people do i don't know i would check yeah <laughs> i don't know her. i would I, know. I would be checking in on my play partners um throughout the day at least like thrice daily um throughout the week um over the weekends you know even before 
and unrelated to any plans for any future um, play dates or scenes or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's worth noting um, the two people uh, that I meet with generally on a regular basis now. It's like every weekend or every other weekend and sometimes during the week. Um, they're both um, polyamorous and um, they were both friends of mine like close personal friends of mine prior to any of this involvement. And they both approached me first. Well, Um, yeah, I, so there's, I think there's particular pressure on dominance to have quote unquote, all their shit together. And I would just like to disabuse anyone because names are popping into my head of people who feel they're not good enough for this or that or, or whatever. Um, and, I, I, even as I'm saying this, I'm looking back at my old self and the things that I used to think about myself. Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I would say that. And that was my way of resisting it. Um, I knew what I wanted from life, but I kept telling myself that I wasn't ready for it. But you don't have to have it all together. No. You just, just work on it. Just work on it. Because after you have what you think you're not ready for, you'll still have to work on yourself and that's okay because that is what it means to be human anyway getting back to the nerdy side of myself optimus prime once said <laughs> oh, <God>. um <laughs> hold on <clears throat> i got a good mic for this reason yeah. fate rarely calls on us at a moment of our choosing <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i love it <laughs> the, the thing that you think you're not ready for may be on its way um and just like accept it when it arrives just let it be um and i'm thinking of another uh dominant um and you know her you i I believe you did a podcast with her um miss vedra um who i'm super happy to say is a is a personal friend of mine we play D &D. um okay (laughs) yeah okay now i must ask you because i asked vedra i'm like are in my head (laughs) in my head i feel like myself you vidra and taryn are a crew i does anyone else feel that taryn yes yeah i mean i feel like that i don't know why i feel like that i feel like the four of us are like a crew i don't know why we I, we we comment the same we comment on the same stuff. I don't I know. Think there, so. there, there's there's something. a lot of mutual support. Yeah, there's a reason why I feel that way. Like I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 for those listening on, um, just just look us up on Twitter. Well, I mean, <laughs> scroll past yeah. the last few episodes because I made a point of then I'm like, once I was like, I feel this way, then I'm like, okay, I have to reach out to Taryn, I have to reach out to Vidra, and I have to reach out to Therian. <laughs> Cool. So yeah. this is all happening like within a month and a half of episodes. The three of you. So are that's being very featured, cool. So. Awesome. Yeah. I had to get my crew on the pod. I had to. That's oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn is uh, so so kind. Just mm. such a good person. Um, and she used to be on in, in the in our D and D crew as well. Um, but why have, yeah. I, why have I inserted myself into the three of your friendships? <laughs> I guess maybe <laughs> Insert, that's my, you you were you were question. you were welcomed in. I mean, you know, um, like but... you three clearly know each other. <laughs> 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 now I'm suddenly like, hello, friends. 
it's just internet <laughs> friends becoming friend friends, you know, and uh, <laughs> that's so. just that's how it happened. And it's a real thing, you know, when you're receiving support from someone, even if it's just text, um, it's it's very it's very real. It is real, especially uh, to, this past year. It's that's what our that's what all our friendships have oh, had to be. So more or less, outside of my coworkers and like my closest friends who were willing to you know, risk a meetup or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it was all, it was all, um, you know, telecommunications, um, telecommunications. you know, basically. Yeah. It's so, all so yeah. It's all beepers and payphones. <laughs> oh, that's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. So, so I brought up Miss Vedra to say, um, <laughs> my right. job, my job is to derail by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you done did it. Um, <laughs> I and and I gotta say I'm I'm kind of proud of myself for going off on, for going off on tangents and, and then, then finding your way back, like coming bravo. back to it every time. I literally I literally am imagining a tree branch in front of me. That's my mind being visual. Okay, Ooh. so coming back so Ms. to Miss Vedra, yeah. when I told her that I had uh, that one of my play partners wanted to be um, something more serious and a bit more permanent. Um, well, actually, no, even before that, I told her that, uh, hey, I'm catching feelings here. Help. (laughs) I literally DM'd that and and she she said, okay, okay, what if it's not a big scary thing, though? What if this could turn into a good thing? Is there space in your mind to imagine what good this could become? And, and so I started thinking of it in that way. And it did become that. What a surprise. It's not all a disaster, but I had had some um, difficult experiences with um, dating before I was healed and trying way too hard to make things happen that I was not ready to have happen. And so I was thinking out of that hurt place and I'm still in the healing process. But, you know, before, whereas I thought... um, I thought I would have to be completely healed before anyone would want me. That was yeah, yeah. Actually, generally, it was the beginning of a of a catastrophic thought. Where yeah, see, that's why nobody wants you. You know, okay, that yeah, blah blah broken. blah. Because you're broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because you're broken. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I, I feel and, you. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yep, yeah. I'm just like nodding sure. along over here. Yeah. But but it's like it's it's a healing journey. It's a little sounds a little cliche to say that, but you're you're not going to be done with it you learn how to manage it you learn how you just learn how to heal as a process and and i am very thankful to have people who helped me uh, along the way uh, including uh, my therapist which i don't have a therapist anymore i, I decided to go my own way I have two. um <laughs> which which saved me money but i think i think i think we reached the end of what we had to learn from each other or what I had to learn. That can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, really what started me like on the process of healing was um, intensive journaling um, and regular meditation and open conversation with friends. And I, I, it took me some time to find, I mean, I already knew them. It just, I had to develop the transparency of reaching out to friends when I just needed to talk to someone with my fear being that if I reach out to them for help, am I making them do 
undue emotional labor? Am I burdening them? And the answer is no, no, I'm not. If your intention is to heal, then it's not a burden. And on the flip side of that, it's like, yeah. do you like when your friends reach out to you? Like, and not people that like really task you emotional labor wise, but like friends that you right. really care about and love, like when they reach out to you, how do you feel? You're fucking excited. You're like, yes, yes, yeah. let me help you. Like, let me be there for you. You know, like, especially if it's a partner for me, because this is yeah. something I struggle with, too, with reaching out and with communicating my negative feelings. And that's due to lots of past relationships I've had and past damage, you know, for me. But like, understandable, you know, and and you try not to carry that over. But again, it's a work in progress. So it um, happens. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, that's something that I have to kind of think of the other side. Well, how do I feel if, like, one of my two partners was like, can you help me with something? Can I lean on you for a second? Can I have your ear? Can I talk about this? Can I, like, talk through yeah. this with you? Can you be a sounding board? I'm, like, so excited to show up and be there for them. Sure. And I have done – I've done that, Um, well, last last week and this week, yeah. Yeah, you know. I think I do the thing where I'm anticipating, just like how you were saying with this relationship, you were already anticipating, you know, a disaster rather than, yeah. hey, how yeah. about this might be a really great thing. I do the same thing of like already um, determining what the outcome will be. So then I don't do it, you know, or I don't tell right. them or I don't yeah. you know, take the risk because I'm already deciding how they will react rather than giving them the chance, giving them the opportunity to prove me wrong. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's, it's worth mentioning that disaster you were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. That that was all all in my head. Um, yeah, you know, for me the, too. It the, usually is, right? <laughs> the, the other people involved, they were... Just in general, the reality of it was better than what my mind was creating. Amazing. Part of the disaster that happened is um, sparing all of the details, which it would end up being a long story. But um, we only the... have we only have an hour. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> my 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 play partner now submissive. Uh, we we had actually had a falling out last year, and it was it was um, a multi level misunderstanding. And we actually ended up uh, reconnecting and we made amends. And it was in the midst of like uncertainty about our mutual feelings for each other, which, you know, who comes out of a serious discussion about, you know, you know, like not really not a not not a blowout, not a blow up or anything like that. It's just like we drifted away from each other, like on purpose almost um, and kind of weren't really speaking to each other for a while. And then we reconnected and made amends. And then the same night, it's like, yeah, you know, you're, <laughs> I, I still like you. I don't know what's up with that, but <laughs> uh, so there was that. You're kind of it was still, very, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's profound. It's more than I imagined. It's it's beyond what I imagine. In the cases of of both the partners that I have now, I mean, what a thing to say. Um, I got <laughs> I got what I wanted after I no longer uh, felt like I needed it. I got what I wanted when my ego didn't want it anymore. Um, because the image of all of this, like the lifestyle that I have now, the image of all this that my ego created years ago was me looking so cool. Um, now the image that I have is I am learning how to be a better person, um, because of these people who approached me, um, who within a negotiated, um, scenario hand themselves over to my care. What an honor. Yes. What a privilege. Yes. Um, and yeah, and I know, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> this is all very so, like the secret, isn't it? Um yeah, you could say, I've never read the secret. But the I idea, I, you know yeah, the idea should, of it, right? I, like I I I've I used to um in fact I still from time to time enge- uh, engage with and follow a lot of um uh kind of spiritual teachers on on YouTube, a lot of manifestation teachers. Yeah. Um I kind of backed away from that only because I needed to find my own way and also because a lot of the things i was trying to manifest was really just a cover-up for me needing to heal Mm -hmm. um so instead of healing i was like if i have a whole bunch of money if i have a whole you know it was what you wanted not what you needed right right yeah um and yeah 
and I I continued to have relationship difficulty. I continued to have financial difficulty until I focused in on actively healing my um, mental wounds simply for the sake of experiencing peace. Um, and so that became my driving motivation was to experience my passion and my peace. And you know what, for me, like what I've learned, you know, in doing lots of self-work kind of in a similar mm -hmm. way, what I've learned for me, it's like a hard limit of me for me um, with, you know, partners in the future. You've got to be doing the work on yourself. Like I've got yeah. to be seeing the receipts of you doing this <laughs> self-work too, like, or else I just can't anymore with people that are not interested in evolving in that way. Um, 100%. Yeah. And it's, and it's the thing of like, I've spent a lot of time being, feeling responsible for other people's feelings, other people's triggers, oh, other people's yeah. reactions. A lot of time, mm -hmm. you know, doing the walking on eggshells thing, doing the, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Doing the thing that yeah. I spoke about, like trying to anticipate their responses and, and just letting me be responsible for, managing all of that rather than Oof, yeah yeah spent way fucking too much time doing mm -hmm. that so me going forward uh, you know you've got to be doing this kind of work uh for me to be for me to want to be there you know yes yeah yes and like i've spent so much time doing it on my spot on myself like you know, so I'm not going to show up and be and have you have done nothing. It's like, well, what do, what do I spend all my time doing this for if you're not going to do any emotional right. work? One hundred percent. Yeah. And again, you don't have to be perfect. I for no. sure, goddamn sure, I'm not perfect, and that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that you've got to be doing. You've got to be working. People tend to put their highlight reel on social media, and uh, that's another um, thing. Yeah. I I try to keep that in mind, especially with the. Uh, the, the dominance too. that I follow, um, especially like the really high follow accounts and and the ones that are uh, professional at what they do. I, I try to keep in mind it's, you know, they, the they have of the fantasy versus. Yeah, the it's reality. the fantasy and the person. The reality is that everyone has a struggle. The people who struggle, you never see. They might have some of the worst ones. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, or the yeah, it's so so. I, I've just I've just made the decision, or I already had the habit in place that I don't keep my struggle to myself for very long. I just I just can't. I've got too many people around me that I know. And like care. logically, why would you? You know what I mean? I know there are lots of emotional reasons to not to not. Yeah. But logically, why would you? Like I've learned um, that. I, I, I always thought that I would be the when I would give my permission to share negative emotions was when I thought we could come to some sort of resolution when something good can be done with this information. Mm -hmm. And I would not communicate negative feelings when I thought, you know, nothing's going to be done about it. Nothing can be done about it. So why would I put undue emotional labor if nothing if there's nothing good going to going to come out of it and it's like well the good that's coming out of it is just that you are bonding by leaning on someone 
you know, you're gaining, growing intimacy, you're giving them information to know more things about you and understand you better. Like, it doesn't matter if, you know, it's going to get fixed, if they can help you fix it. And that's the only reason that you're talking to them. Like, it's not, it doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter whatsoever. I don't know what trauma got that in my brain, that that was the only reason (laughs) I could, (laughs) I was allowed to communicate. There's... Um, I, I, I can tell you what, what crawled up in my head and died mm. is, um, there's a lot of, um, uh, prote- yeah. Oh, you only have one thing? Oh, jealous. Oh, there's this, we could, we could talk about, we could make this more specific because when it comes, when, when it comes to, to, um, males mm. in kink spaces, um, there is, uh, um, so, so there's, there's like this, um, very masculine way of representing uh social capital Hmm. where i've heard i heard someone say and i don't even know if he even believes in this anymore he said it years ago and i again i don't know if he believes in it anymore but it's resonated in my head ever since and i had to throw it away i had to throw it away because i had the wrong idea for years and it's basically this in order for someone to like you you have to demonstrate value 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 so that mm-hmm. echoed in my head for years and what I interpreted that to mean and what I tried to engage unsuccessfully, I might add, is <laughs> you have to always be strong. You have to always have it all together or you'll, you won't be wanted. You'll yep. be a burden. Yes. And so when it comes to kink spaces, that type of an idea, which I've heard um, a lot because I used to click around on videos on YouTube about how to date, how to get the girl, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If th- we, we don't have enough time to address that bull shit, all of that. <laughs> like the game, it's, there's like that, like the, the game, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That exactly. Yeah. I, I had, I had friends back in the day about, right? who were your, following the, Oh my yeah, God. Showing your own oh value. It, it, it brings God you almighty. up to bring other people down. Right. So it show it presents you like you have more value than the other people yeah 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 yeah. hey real quick if you're a guy and you're listening to this podcast right now don't do that shit don't do that don't fucking do that (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't like as a goal it doesn't work now i never really tried that to be honest um it's too many different rules for my brain to hold on to all at once and execute in front of another person there's a few you know psychological uh, things that help with communication in general. But anyway, I'm trying to get back to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm derailing. It's, I'm just doing uh, my job. Uh, just, yeah, I'm I got just, yeah. no. That's okay. I kind of derailed myself there for a second. But um, yeah, um, that whole idea of of demonstrating value um is is a nightmare for someone um who experiences mental health issues yes. that makes that give them a distorted view of their own value. Yes. Yeah. Um, to where they devalue themselves or undervalue themselves more like so so other people may be looking at you and they see just tons of value gold mines of value in your character and your posturing in the way that you dress even you walk into the room and somebody may actually like already be thinking holy crap you know, like, yeah, yeah. I've had people come up to me and tell me, like, the room changed when you walked in. And wow. and I was like, what? I, I didn't see it. My mom told you that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, think, I think so. When I was living. There, 
<laughs> oh boy. Yeah, and I still don't know how to how to accept that. But but um <laughs> you don't have to accept it. It just is. No, I hear the... what you're saying actually and or, or sorry, finish your thought and then I oh, then I will contribute. I, uh... You, you you probably had a better thought. I don't know. Well, but but at any rate, um, you you have to the the value the yeah. value is in your character. The value is in your character. Yeah. Work on your character. And as far as dating goes, the quote unquote game is just learn how to interact with people well. That's all. That's the simple way to put it. You know, mm-hmm. you can play. You, you if if you want to do the dating game or whatever in the middle of a pandemic i mean you know you could yeah <laughs> you could now do that the time but now is not the time. yeah it's whatever <laughs> i you know <laughs> um you just just learn how to be a decent kind person and yeah. um deprogram that whole nice guys finish last thing or whatever um, or that whole, if I'm nice, why don't they like me or whatever, because or that's ni- neither nice of those weak. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Neither of those are the issue. It's just, you know, just in general, just being nice doesn't mean much to start with. Everybody's nice. You get pulled over, you know, on the, on the highway by a police officer, you're going to be nice to the police officer. That doesn't mean that you like them or that they're going to like you. It's just, it's just what you do. You're nice when you're working in customer service. You're, you know, whatever. That that just doesn't mean anything. Just be your best self. Work on, work on you. And as you're working on you, not, you don't have to wait until you're perfect because you'll never be. As you're working on yourself, go out there and meet people and engage Mm -hmm. as best you can. And you'll figure it out as you go you'll get better and better um, the more you practice it the more you work the right. muscle yeah. <laughs> yeah voila and and that definitely applies um i could i should say um as that applies to the kink scene i remember going to yeah i this is a question that we get a lot like how do you meet other kinky people how do you meet... okay that's yeah. this is a huge question people ask me that shit all the time and I give a variety of answers that I may be half bullshit. What's your opinion? on My opinion, and yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to aim it particularly, particularly at men. Great, because men fuck this up so bad. Oh, so and that's bad. usually who's asking. So great. Online and in person, they fuck it up so Everywhere. bad <laughs> by being too eager or mm. just whatever. So, so the first play party I went to, I said, I thought to myself, I have to look strong in order for someone to be drawn to me. So, so I was, <laughs> I'm laughing at my old self. You idiot. You big freaking idiot. That's kind of like, cute though, you know. I was posturing like. <laughs> I wish I'd pay you to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> no, no. I'm so glad that you weren't. It was embarrassing. Anyway. It was it like there were there were like two or three people there who already knew me and the mm-hmm. the person who knew me introduced me to other folks but number one I was nervous as hell because I was fresh out of a long term um, relationship which 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 had I wouldn't say it's like a full DS relationship but it had the the vast majority of our interactions were um, in that way and very special to me no hard feelings there wonderful person we just went our separate ways anyway. So coming out of that and entering, yeah, entering a kink space again, I was like, 
oh my god like um like d-day level nervous okay that's insulting to people who okay never mind okay but it felt that way it felt that way it it felt like i was on a landing ship heading to the beaches at normandy and i i so i said i said I need to look strong. So, like, I puffed out my chest, and I stood against a wall, and I posted myself up somewhere. And, uh, you know, I did, like, the upwards nod to everybody. Yeah, how you doing? What's up? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? And aside from the people that I was actively introduced to, no one approached me. Oh, no, no one was really... <laughs> nobody was feeling it. Nobody was feeling it. <laughs> I'll say... <laughs> I'll say to... Males entering kink spaces conduct yourself with the utmost kindness mm-hmm. and and gentleness. Assume nothing and don't I, I I just don't lead with your dick. Just don't leave. <laughs> like it's good advice. I mean You know eh. Just, just don't don't rush don't rush into the DMs. I've actually never actively DM'd anyone who didn't ask me to. There you go. That's um, some great advice yeah. right there. Um, honestly, um, unless and this is important, you know, unless I was like, unless it was um, someone selling content, and you know, I DM'd for that. And you're supposed hey, would... to DM to yeah to buy yeah the that's content. expected. And and there's a way and and you especially if you're approaching um, a sex worker, approach them in the way that they say to approach. Yeah, read the fucking bio. It will tell you. Read the bio and also read the fucking room. <laughs> so if they don't. So if a, if there's an account and it's a really attractive person online, and I'm keeping it gender neutral on purpose, we could have a whole other podcast about that. But yeah, but yeah, uh, if if there's an attractive person online and you want to DM and get some quote unquote content for them, if that's not a service that they offer, fuck off! Uh... <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so, I mean, there's all kinds of jokes about, like, feet pics, please, or whatever. But it's, if that's not a service they offer, get on somewhere that you're just, you're bothering them. And it'll make them very uncomfortable. Like, you know, if if someone consents to being approached in that way, then that's fine. If they don't, do not ever. And I shouldn't have to tell you that for I know. Of, I don't anyway. know why we have to, yeah, why people we could do don't. A, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I've got ideas as to why, but that would be a whole nother podcast about how men are raised and socialized. And, sure. and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy to say that I grew up around very powerful women who taught me a lot or at least at least taught me respect on the approach. But still, even at the same time, there's there was um, a lot of um, socializing that came into play. Um, that I had to deprogram, and there were some embarrassing experiences because of that, but just not on this account on Twitter. I <laughs> I knew enough to not do the worst deleted. things. Yeah, yeah. I knew enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but but it's just it's it's part of it's part of growing it's part of growing up, you know, um, self discovery and all of that. Yeah, and as the person that receives those type of types of messages, I have to balance, you know, my like me feeling bitter, m- you know, the eye rolls, me feeling 
<laughs> me just deleting right away and me realizing that some people are just very early on their journey and literally actually do not know what they should be doing and that um right you know and stuff like just being aware of people may not have the same education background that you were exposed to they may not you know speak english they may be english second language they may like <laughs> right. all of these things they may have a disability of some sort so it's like balancing like you know trying to get a read on the situation is this is right. this somebody who knows full well what they should be doing and they're trying to get free shit out of you they're trying to just casually text with you yeah. because they want to and they think that they can uh, or is it somebody that legitimately does not know how to approach this situation and right. needs uh, needs somebody to tell them you know so absolutely either way it's emotional labor but um yeah <laughs> There, there's so much that could be said about that for crying out loud um <laughs> but it's, anyway it's tough it's i mean it comes with the with the job um <laughs> i hear you one thing i do that is very helpful is i just don't follow anyone i don't actually know so then they can't dm me because we're not mutual oh okay we're not mutual so okay. I, you have it set up that way i get it okay. yeah i've never i've never followed <clears throat> any sub that i haven't met in person or sessioned with like even virtually or online so okay, they can't that. get out my dms but mm. instagram is a whole thing and then sure yeah you know people do go to my bio on twitter and see that they want i want them to email me and then they email me just absurd things like that so okay oh boy yeah. so, so, so you <laughs> still get it that's a different world oh you still that... get it yes the thing you mentioned about like you know just make sure that they offer the thing before asking for it like like is does this person even offer that service that happens a lot like I and get it. the opening message Ugh. can be something that you do offer and then you're like yeah i can do that and then they suddenly come up with six new other things that they just assumed was a package with this and it's like no no yeah <laughs> no no <laughs> i have to retract oh the former yes and now say no no one thing that um that came up for me when you were talking about knowing your you know, knowing your value and, and struggling with feeling like the feelings of, uh, having no value, you know, or little value. I, I actually had a, a semi breakthrough with my therapist the other day, actually, hmm. where I made a connection between, you know, a lot of rejection that I receive, um, hmm. and this idea of feeling undesirable. People um, reject you? Yes, how dare they? they. I know how dare how they, right? How dare they? <laughs> dare they? Um, but they do, and a lot of people do actually. And even oh. feelings of rejection within relationships, you know. Um, yeah. And that those kinds of things that happen too. And I actually made a connection that that's probably a large, a pretty large part, a part of why I wanted to go into sex work. Actually, is so hmm. that I could feel desirable. And that I could hold this kind of fantastical, you know, fantasy place where I didn't have to disclose all of my negative shit that I, in my opinion, hmm. makes me undesirable. You know what I mean? So they just have, the, they just see this curated version, this Dom persona, right? And sure. And I'm desirable. So then I get to be desired, which is what I want. And I also don't have to disclose all of my baggage, 
which is also yeah. something I want. You know what I mean? So it was like kind of an interesting thing that just kind of came together for me. I'm like, oh my God, this is all kind of related. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean... Like, I've also had people say the same thing to me, like how you were saying somebody said, like, oh, you walk in a room and it's like the energy changes. Like, we notice, you know what I mean? Everyone's like looking at you and being like, oh, my God, who is that? Like, I've had that same response, um, likewise to me. But it's just that those internal narratives that get in your own way, right? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. 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 And like... I, I mean, me seeing you in classes, seeing you just like on Twitter, I'm like, oh, who's that? Like, I've already told you that, you know what I mean? Aww. But like, and like, <laughs> f- and it's just interesting to hear you talk about that same thing that you struggle with that as well. Um, sure. Because I see you as somebody that's like, you know, has a lot of value in a lot of different ways and all the different ways that Aww. you mentioned, you know what I mean? Like, Well, thank you for saying that. It's very true. So I don't know. I just wanted to say that i i also battle with that and very yeah. recent up until like i i currently battle with that it's not like a thing of the past i'm working on you. it yeah yeah it's, it's always an ongoing uh, project of sorts um and, and it always have will good be days and bad days and it really helps to to have uh a plan of attack or yep. or um actually it, it plan it, it helps to have um a regimen of the things that keep you within um, that healthy space um, so that you don't have to always be um, on the defensive against your own brain or against, you know, life situations and and how your mind responds to that. You already have a foundation uh, Mm -hmm. built Mm -hmm. for your frame of mind. I like the term frame of mind because Mm -hmm. I came out of a construction background and I, well, (laughs) I currently, well, I don't want to talk too much about my day job because this doesn't have much to do with the podcast, but I build for a living. I'll just make it short. Um, So to say frame of mind conjures up a very visual image. If your frame is good, your structure will hold. If you set the frame of your mind with intent, with whatever activity it is that makes your mind strong, whether it's meditation or what have you, your it, it'll be a lot harder to shake your mind off its foundation now life throws you curveballs it happens of course don't take it personally um <laughs> and that's why you don't try to do it alone but you you should have that plan in place and i think if you do it right uh kink can be part of that Definitely. um for me it has been i i've only connected with partners that are good for my mental health i don't want to connect with anyone that does not make me want to be healthy and helps me to be healthier uh, mentally and physically and all of that you know agreed here here i think that's all i can say about that i think that's a great great kind of place yeah. to come come around to at the as we're nearing the end here i think that yes absolutely having a plan i think maintenance is a big thing like making sure you're maintaining it so that you're not you know, this, this good frame of mind. And I like creating a plan of like all the things that 
you know, keep you there. Obviously, you'll fall off the wagon sure once in a while. It's that's what happens. That's life, baby. Um, unexpected yeah. things happen, of course. <laughs> that's but life, baby. It's life, baby. <laughs> but this yeah. thing of like, I mean, you took my. I'm pretty sure you took my wellness domination class. So you know, it's yes, all this thing of like teaching yourself how to create good habits for yourself. You can do. You can help and do it with somebody else. Somebody can help you do it. You can help them do it. But you can also do this for yourself as well the behavior modification of like learning good habits for yourself um you know and actually that was i i actually did a big rewrite of a whole section of that class um because of you i think you mentioned at one point just the idea that like oh no you don't need a partner to do any of this like wellness domination stuff like this is all just like good practices that you can completely do solo i'm like i'm like yes of course obviously like i i did know that but i was like no i have to like intentionally create a section of the class that talks about this because it's absolutely true yep yeah Yeah. very important i'm glad we talked about this in particular because yeah this this kind of uh, gives me impetus to 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 revisit and restart my own uh, mental health practices, which I had kind of put aside for a while uh, to my disservice. Um, and I also want to say, to my credit, you said, and to your credit as well, you said in one of your classes it was domination for switches, which is really powerful. There's there there's there's a few um, submissive aspects to myself. Um, Mostly like service and things like that. But anyway, we'll get back to that. That's a whole different podcast. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have you back. We'll have you you back said, on. oh, I would love to come back. But anyway, you said, um, you said, this is the line that popped out of me. This is the okay. whole class oh, tell me. condensed yes. into this line. You said, be the dom that you want to be dommed by. And I had like a striking realization on some random Tuesday or whatever day it was. It's like, holy shit. I am that Dom. Like I am, I am the like. I'm he. I, I'm I'm keeping. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping up with my partners. I'm checking in. I am. I I'm not expecting to like fix them per se, but I am there for them to be to be heard to for them. Uh, Hold space. Be to supportive. be heard by me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, to be supportive. Um. And as far as like when we meet up, like we we have. Uh, when we do our play dates, there's a whole we just we just, you know, talk um, as friends first and then uh, we go into the session, um, you know, so there's um, an agreement of what we're going to do. And then there's, you know, uh, negotiated, you know, all the things that aftercare, mm-hmm. safe words, whatever you have. <laughs> and it was really powerful to realize, like. Obviously, there's more growth to be had, but I am at this point exactly what I've always wanted to be. And now, now, I can go even further. What a what a what a thought! <laughs> I can I can surpass my imagination. You know how cool is that? So the coolest. So there's that. And that that's that I think is the the powerful intersection of mental health and we did it. kink, which we've been discussing we, this whole time. We is, did it. You can surpass your own expectations. You can, you can not only manage um, your mind, but you can turn your mind into a tool to recreate your life into something more powerful, more beautiful than you could have imagined otherwise. And that's what I'm sitting on right now. That's my reality right now. Hell fucking Yeah. yeah.
Oh, that's a great. I mean, you couldn't have you couldn't have finished off this episode. <laughs> I, I couldn't have any better than that. Awesome. Jeez Louise. Oh, this has been. I'm. I mean, I'm personally getting so much out of this conversation. I hope listeners oh, do it well. I'm that's sure, so special to me. Sure, I love that. It's Good. true. It's so true. And I'm sure a lot of people will just be fucking loving this as well so let us know let us know your twitter let us know where we can yes. find your music anywhere you want to, people to find follow you or um, give you okay. money buy your merch I would so appreciate that. Yes. So um, all of my social media accounts basically tie into the same name, which is Dark Machine Nation. That is my industrial music project. On Twitter, um, my handle is at Dark uh, Machination. Yeah, Uh, this just because of the character limit, I had to drop some letters on that. But if basically if you go to any platform and search Dark Machine Nation, you'll find me and probably only me. If you're on Instagram, I have two accounts on Instagram. Um, one is Dark Machine at Dark Machine Nation, and the other is at Dark Machine Model. Um, so if you just want to look at me, yeah. um, <laughs> there's Dark Machine Model. Behold the beauty. And that's my modeling page, which um, I would love to build up the numbers over there. Um, I am just on the cusp of like making that into something. I can monetize. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. Maybe, um, hey, maybe I'll uh, pay for one of your consultations and see how I can do that. Um, <laughs> but <you> yeah. <laughs> so get in touch with Lady Pim. Uh, yes. Amazing. Somebody told me I have a voice for radio. I haven't let it go since. I um, mean, yes. <laughs> you've tuned into the Bed Post podcast. Oh um, my God. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. 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 But yeah. Okay. I'm hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Machine Nation. uh, Basically, any um, so uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter um, as Dark Machine Nation, and you can find me uh, on that same name uh, on Bandcamp and SoundCloud if you want to listen to me. I prefer Bandcamp because uh, if you really like what you hear. You can spend a little bit of money, and uh, you can get my... uh, I have several albums up there, um, albums and full-length mixes. If you like um, aggressive electronic music, that's what I do. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Love it. Perfect. Um, For (laughs) myself, as you all probably know at this point, but just in Mm -hmm. case you don't, at the Lady Pim one on Twitter, at the Lady Pim on Instagram, at the Bedpost Podcast on Instagram. We have a YouTube page. It is the Bedpost Sex Show. We have a Patreon. Is the Bedpost awesome. Show. If you want to email me about something domination related, it's ladypim at protonmail.com. If it's podcast related, then the Bedpost Sex Show at gmail.com. I always, speaking of music, I always love to thank the lovely lady that has done all the original tracks for this podcast. Her name is Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. The last but not least, Theory and Major, this has been a Hi. fucking joy. Oh, thank you. you here. Thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you. Thank you for your time, my God. And thank you, everyone, who's been listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bed Post Podcast. Talking about sex and sexuality. Get fucked. Bye. <laughs>